0: burned, crashed, reduced to dust, then rise from the ashes. Hello, I'm Carol Gawker, confidence coach, speaker, author of the book Breakthrough with the legendary Les Brown. I'm a mom of two, a loving daughter and a devoted wife. A modern woman can juggle life, work and have it all. You too can have it all. Welcome to Rise from Ashes. Hi, I'm Carol. In this episode, I will be sharing about trust. Trust, wow, is actually a very, very big word for me. I don't trust easily. I don't trust others easily, to be exact. Why? I guess it's due to experiences, past experiences. Do you trust? People around you, hundred percent. Some of you may say yes, and some of you, huh, not so sure. Um, I guess, you know, the as since I can remember, that is this memory that I have for my father. Don't trust anyone. I don't know if it happens to you. You know, he said that you cannot be too trusting. Because you're a girl, and in Asian culture, you're always in the losing end, being a female. So it's best not to trust anyone. The best is to trust yourself. So I guess, you know, being a girl who is worshipping her dad in a way, like a a true hero, I I took his word and and his advice, and remember that. Perhaps that was why I don't really trust a lot of people. Well, thinking back, my childhood experience with friends and uh, with change. I don't, do, do you remember when you were young, when you are in preschool, you have this whole bunch of friends playing, and then somebody come to you and say, I don't want you to friend this person, so you be my friend, but don't he be her friend. You have that experience, yeah, me too. so I remember I have a bunch of friends, and for me being in in, in kindergarten, you know we've always been friends. there's really no big deal. sometimes we do something with each other and make someone cry, and after a while we you know kids right, you just end up playing together again my my very very first taste of uh, an incident it's like you know I want you to not to friend this other person if not you're not my friend I think that was when I was um on th- in the grade three primary three I think about age of nine so there's this girl who's also a neighbor living down a few doors down from uh, from my apartment then we sort of grow up together and we always playing together uh, with each other so when we were in grade three we are both in the same class. So there's this girl that she didn't really like. And then for some reason, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just friends with every, everybody, and she had an issue with this other girl. I can't even remember the other girl's name, to be frank. And she came to me and said, look, you know this other girl had made me very angry, and I want you to make a choice. The choice is either you be my friend or you be hers. And for me, I was like, what is going on? It's like, well, if you're not friends with this other person, why should I be, right? So I didn't really pay her much attention. Then a few days later, she just walked up to me and said, you and I are not friends anymore. So since then, whenever she sees me, then she will put up this face, you know, she'll pull this black face and, and, and just turn away very angrily and she was on her own. And uh, when when I'm still friends, and then when we're in the class, you know, she would just isolate herself. She would be sitting in a corner on her desk and and not do anything and not interact with other girls or other classmates in particular. Then one day, as when we are interacting around her, you know, between the change of teachers, you know, have a couple of minutes and we will just. You kids being kids, we'll end up standing up and then shouting across the classrooms and uh, interact with other people and maybe throwing a few people aer- aeroplanes uh, along the way. And then my, my bag just fell on, on onto the floor right next to her. And she stepped on my bag very, very hard and leaving a footprint, or rather a shoe print on my bag, which is yellow in colour, I still remember, I was really upset. I was like, what did I do to you? Did you treat my things like that? And she didn't care. She continued doing her things. And my friends were like, hey, you know, what's going on? Why why are you doing this to her? She refused to talk to anyone. So that was my first experience about friends. And I felt horrible because I knew her since we were really, really young kids, before we were in kindergarten, before we were even classmates in grade three. So since then, um I guess I put up a guard because I realized people who that you are friends with can actually turn on you. And of course subsequently there are other incidences as well. You know, when I was in grade four, um I, I was in I was being put into a different class and I meet someone else as well. And we have we just kind of click, you know, we, and we had a lot of fun together. But of course when it comes to um primary grade school, and then after that, you need to move on to a secondary grade, and we're all being assigned to different schools, and then this is the part, I guess, is something that I couldn't take. You know, parts where friends actually leave. And despite the fact that I tried to keep an effort, and to try to maintain that friendship, uh, you know, she made new friends, and then she made new connections, and... I felt really really betrayed. So, I guess is it really a girl thing? You know, thinking back, looking at the people around me. Like my brothers, for example, he has friends since kindergarten and you know they are his groomsmen at his wedding. And they're still friends now. You know, even their children are friends. You know, they always organize uh meetings and uh, outings together, and looking at my husband in particular, he has a few friends, but these are friends that he grew up with, and these are the friends that he knew will always have his back. And I wonder, what is it? So, is it because of a girl thing? You know that, you, when when you come together, and then you know, due to jealousy, due to whatever situation, due to any. Interesting emotion, then we end up not having friends anymore. So, and then now thinking back, when I was working, right, there, um, there's a lot of jealousies around, you know, and it seems that there's always this barrier when I when I try to, to try to make friends with people at work. There are a few that we are connected due to work, due to the nature of our work, and there are others. I guess due to their own personal reasons, for whatever reasons that I don't know, they choose to to, to be away. And as a project manager working in uh, in the corporate world and being the only female project manager among a, a pool of men, I felt really lonely. The other female in, in the team, they are all secretaries. So I wonder if this has anything to do with... with uh, you know the differences in terms of their position for me it was never really an issue at all and i wonder why is it so i started to go to do a little bit of research and then to understand there are actually a few different types of friendships okay there is those friendships uh, are actually built on similar interest you know it's like Friends that you you know that you can uh, go to have food with, right you know in the local Singapore term we call it makan kaki. You know, friends that you eat with common interests, and then there are friends that you, you um, that you would do things with, you know friends that you can take, um go to yoga with you know your accountability partner um, in, in training for the marathon, for example. Or you know, Zumba friends that you meet, you know, once in a while, you come together with common interests and then you stretch it out together and lose some weight or something. So these are friends with uh common interests. And then there's another type of friends, um, that are actually somehow um with benefits in a way. So that you know, they are they are together that they can actually benefit from each other. It's kind of like um sort of an a network connection. You know what I mean? It's like connection that you can help you with your career, with business. When you come together, it's slowly kind of transactional, but with a little bit more uh, emotions. Yeah, you know you know what I mean? It's like um I don't know how to put it, but the, the words that came into my, my mind is like it's friends with benefits, you know, or friends with complications in a way, because, you know, sometimes all these friends are there for a purpose. Like, um, for example, you know, I had, uh, when uh, when I went through my divorce and I had a few friends who are actually single due to a divorce, so we sort of, like, connected because of that. So, you know, we kind of uh, heal together, help each other heal together, and then after that, um, when someone has someone new, like, for me, for example, I met my current husband, and I moved on and we don't meet up as as often as we were, right? Because of, of different um situation, I suppose. And then you know, the last type of friendship, uh actually um the true connection type of friendship, right. right? Where it is built with a lot of emotional needs and they're in a deep deeper level. Usually you know, it's so deep that they are able to share life moments, trusting each other and exchanging intimate thoughts and ideas. Well, I had a friend like this 10 years ago. And unfortunately, I thought she was on my side. So for a whole 10 years, I trusted her with a lot of my secrets, You know, a lot of my deep thoughts. Then I found out from four different sources, four different sources, that she had been bad-mouthing me behind my back. And it has been done in such a way that really put my reputation down. And it's so bad that there are other people who looked at me and wonder, why am I friends with this person? And... For me, when I chose to leave that friendship, I chose to leave that friendship, was because I didn't want to be hurt anymore. I promised myself that I do not want to be hurt by another person anymore. But it was a very difficult decision to do because it it, it was it is tough for me to trust anyone. So when it comes to the working environment, when it comes to 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 my my current profession you know there's a lot of collaborations that I do with with other people and uh, there's always this tinge bit of um a jealousy in the, in a sense um a little bit from my end as well I'm not going to say you know it's just only o- only only one sided that why why can why why can't she do a little bit more for me and you know I always felt that I'm the one giving and Things don't work out the same way. But however, this particular friend that I mentioned that has been in my life for about 10 years could actually betray this easily. All I could think about is I can't blame her and I can't really bring myself to be really angry with her. Because this is it's an issue that she would have to deal with it herself. And it's an issue the fact that, you know, she she wanted more for herself. She couldn't get it. And and I had a little bit more than her, you know. Or that she has to put me down somehow in front of others in order to lift herself up. And it's it is something to do with her, is nothing to do with me. But I felt horrible that whatever things that I trusted her with, she would actually tell others about it. Things that I would rather kept a secret. So I guess it is a bit tough for me you know to trust anyone and i i know that i have to there are certain things that in, in life that you you just have to trust so due to all these experiences that i experienced um growing up from young you know from work from even friends i find it so hard and i've actually closed myself up and i don't know when was the last time that i closed myself up to others but I'm willing to actually open myself up to trust again. However, I also understand the fact that when I want to trust somebody, I will actually put this new uh, person to the test. And I've done this with others. I've done this with the person closest to me as well. You know, my own husband, especially after the betrayal that I have with my ex-husband. So I put him through a lot of tests. It's just natural, I guess. And I know that, when someone's hurting, when I was hurting, I put people through a lot of tests in order to, to, to prove to myself. But as it turns out, I was actually self-sabotaging as well because I was so eager to prove my point. I would actually sabotage the other person and sabotage the other person just to get to the outcome that I want. So I realized that I, I'm again being very selfish. Then I look at it from from uh, a third person perspective you know looking at how i choose to trust people around me and uh, it is a self realization that i don't trust easily and that's something that i have to change but also that i need to first be trustworthy as well so i need to stop you know protecting myself or rather you know stop behaving in a way in the name of protecting myself so that i can open up and share information about me in order to, for people to trust me as well so this particular podcast uh, this podcast channel came at the right time where i can share uh, a piece of myself with the entire world without feeling conscious if you ask me to do a Facebook live or a video with my video with my face, I feel really exposed. So this is actually quite an ideal situation for me, you know, to be able to just think about what I want to say and then just say it, and I don't have to show my vulnerability um, you know, through my facial expression. I think you can hear from my voice, and I'm actually quite vulnerable, being really, really true to all of you who's listening to, to this episode right now. So I like to think, um, you know, by sharing a little bit, I can actually inspire a little bit of um, an emotion, or invoke an e- emotion in in you when you are listening to this. Think about yourself. You know, do you trust? Do you trust the people around you? Do you trust your friend? Do you trust them enough to give a piece of yourself wholeheartedly? Do you trust yourself enough to actually do the things for the people around you and not have complaints or, any, uh, or having expectations in return? You know, I'd like to really hear more about that. So if you can, you know, join me uh, at, the, at the next So Rich Woman event, I'll be happy to speak to you. And all drop me a line, you know, at the So Rich Woman uh, website, and you know, let's get connected. I really like to hear about this, and I, w- I'm sure in within the n- the next uh, near future, I will in the next few episodes, I will uh, talk about this topic again about trust and trusting each other. So that's all I have for this episode. I really look forward to seeing you in my next episode, and I'll be sharing more with you about my thoughts and how to rise from ashes. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and want to know more about our mentorship, training programs and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. It's S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list because once you subscribe, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. You too can have it all. Keep going and I'll speak to you soon.